This is the One Big Thought Podcast. Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. My name is Ken. I'm your host and moderator. I am joined today. We are co-moderating. We've got something special for you today. So Pastor Andy George is with me and our special guests. We have two Porsche pastors with us, Jordan Jarris and Kiyama Barini. We're going to be talking discipleship and how it directly relates to worship. How does that work? I am excited to have this conversation. Thanks always for joining us, for liking, for subscribing, for leaving a comment. Positive vibes only, people. We love you, and we hope you love us too. But thanks for joining, and thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing with your friends. And uh, we've been on this discipleship journey. Pastor Andy, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing well, Ken. How about yourself? Yeah, doing good. You ready to jump into this? I am. I'm ready. You know, these conversations we've been having around discipleship have been uh, really just uh, just refreshing mm-hmm. in some ways and giving us great focus and clarity. And if you've been following this podcast, you know that we've already had about nine episodes around discipleship where we really targeted the behaviors of a disciple, yep. connect, grow, serve, pray, give, but then also how do you then actually go make disciples? So the conversations we're having today and for the next several are not just on discipleship and what it is, we've kind of already defined that, but really about why is it important in your area of ministry? Mm-hmm. And then how are you actually implementing that so that your people are actually catching that same wave of this is what it's all about? It's yep. about making disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And so, as you said, we got Jordan and Kiama. Jordan, how are you doing this morning? So good. Excellent. Excellent. We're recording this first thing in the morning. So, right. You know, we're, <laughs> we should have got caffeine for everybody. That was, have, that was have, probably my mistake. I have caffeine. That's my fault. I have the Keurig caffeine right I here. dropped it. <laughs> Kiama, how are you? Doing well. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, real quickly, so both of you are, are in our worship arts department, and we're going to jump into kind of discipleship around that. And so kind of to kick it off, the first question is, in worship arts ministry, it is a ministry within the church, but it covers a lot of different demographics. Uh, it covers age, uh, it covers uh, men, women, so it's not just men's ministry, women's ministry, students, young adults, it's everybody. So how do you how do you disciple all of them, and why is it that discipleship is important for people in the worship arts department. Yeah, for, for me, it's um, one of the values that we, we preach to our team often is that what you do on stage in creating an atmosphere of worship and in, in leading others in, in worship should be an overflow of your personal relationship with Jesus. And discipleship is a great tool, and it's important for our demographic because it, it allows us to, um, when you're being discipled, to create those holy habits uh, so that um, when when you're declaring those songs from stage, mm. uh, they come from a place of experience. Yeah. Um, and, and also in the, in the same way, uh, you are discipling others. You know, a disciple is someone who disciples others. And when you're doing that, uh, you're leading others in, in, in worship and in, in devotion to, to Jesus. And uh, that truly helps you when you're on stage to lead from a place of overflow. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're overflowing from what is already happening in your personal life. Yeah. So you're looking at discipleship in the context of worship that as somebody is following Jesus and becoming more like him, that when they're on stage, that overflow of that relationship with him is going to be noticeable somehow. Yes, yes. So, Jordan, let, let me ask it this way. How is that noticeable? So that's a really, that's a solid, very good answer, that discipleship's creating an overflow that is coming out on stage. But how, how do we know? Like, how, what does that look like for you personally and maybe for the team? 
I mean, I think at the at the heart of discipleship is is worship. Um, mm. It connects our brain, the knowledge that we know of God, and uh, takes us deeper into response of what worship is. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're singing songs of of praise. We're singing theologically based songs that push us deeper into relationship. So it's we're discipling people from the stage as well. It's yeah. not just behind the scenes, but we are leading mm-hmm. from the overflow of what we mm-hmm. know of God. And um, with worship, it's we're not just hearing the word of God, we're declaring it, and then we're responding with our mm-hmm. hands in worship. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I think I'm reminded of the uh, old saying that you can't take people where you've never been. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And so it seems like what you're saying is as the worship team, how can you expect to take people where you've not been? Absolutely. Yeah. And so you all worshiping, on stage, you, you've already been there ahead of us, so now you're kind of bringing us to like that point of worship, and that's that's really good. And I think that fits. Boy, that that does get you thinking about why discipleship is important. Yeah, and part that. of you know part of that discipleship is checking in on people, and both of you guys do that so well. You're building relationships, you're caring for them, um, and you're 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 making sure that they are in that space in their relationship with God mm-hmm. before they go to practice or before they do anything. You know, one of the things that we've been talking about is the future of the church as well, and the future of discipleship, the future of worship and discipleship. What does that look like to you guys, right? So you see as it, as it is now, and then obviously there's always work to do. There's always disciples to be made until Jesus comes back. But Jordan, maybe you could talk about a little bit how you're being intentional about the future of worship and the future of discipleship as it pertains to worship as well. Yeah, um, we're in the process of building a core team that we're empowering, that we're discipling, and and from there our goal is to raise them to a place where they're going out and discipling. They're using their influence and their reach uh, mm-hmm. within the demographics that they're in to, to reach people and disciple them further. And our goal is just to expand, right? So we want to make disciples who make disciples, right? So... Um, with that is, you know, we've gone to NRCA to lead worship. We've been partnering with Celebrate Recovery to lead worship. And, you know, we're going to be going to Raleigh Dream Center to go out and, and to reach people mm-hmm. for Jesus as well. So we're we're bringing our team and our volunteers along with that so that we can have a greater impact on reaching people for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, Jordan, you were, you were early on, um, had a really quick, you started to do some things with some of the females, particularly on the worship team. So what are some of just the practical ways that you've actually just initiated what you just said with the females on the worship team i am a relational leader like that's where i start i just invite people to coffee or lunch and Mm -hmm. we just talk life and and from there i love that um, one of my favorite things to do is to ask questions so i ask really intentional questions and i want to go deeper with people and i think that's important as we're discipling you know our volunteers is to go deeper with them yeah and then push them on yeah And you said the word relational there. I think you can't, I don't think you can do discipleship without no, relationship. Otherwise, it's just a program. Right. And that's what we're trying, mm. we're fighting. It's almost funny, like we're fighting even against our own natural uh, tendency, natural tendency yeah. to turn yeah. everything into a program as opposed to, yeah, let's just let's just journey together and walk together. So Daniel, uh, Cam, in light of that, what if you project to the future, what does a successful discipleship look like within worship arts? Like if you can go a year out, what, what does it look like? Uh, for you all to take your team through discipleship, what's happening on the other side of it? Yeah, like Jordan said, we're 
we're starting with our core team of volunteers. So these are people that we've already recognized their leadership. We've, we've seen that um, not only their personal devotion to Jesus, but they care for others. So we're starting there in discipling them. And then our hope is that they would feel empowered to disciple other people. Mm. And, and even mm-hmm. going beyond that, uh, I think for me, I, I want to see people have the confidence to do it outside the four, wall, four walls of our church. Yeah, yeah that's so great. In their schools, in their workplaces, uh, in their neighborhoods. Like, how can you have eyes to see where God is leading you to disciple others? So yeah. um, if, if we can cultivate that here uh, on our team, it can go beyond our demographic and yeah. worship arts. Yeah. So real quickly as we wrap up here, yeah, and you, you both hit on this kind of um, throughout the questions and throughout our time. But what makes you personally excited? You know, I'll start with Jordan and then come to Kiama. What makes you personally excited about discipling others? I think it takes us deeper as people. We're building trust and relationship. And I think, well, I've seen the evidence of this is we lead worship and go deeper than we ever could if we don't have that basis of mm. relationship within our team. Mm. Um, That's great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's... To harp on that, uh, it's growing in relationship with other people, doing life, uh, even the messy stuff, um, mm-hmm. yeah. being able to meet people um, where they're hurting the most mm-hmm. and being um, being right there with them. Yeah. You guys hit on a couple really amazing things in this episode. Uh, you hit on the relationship part, which is massively important. You can't do discipleship without relationship. But you also hit on the multiplication which I think is also yeah, pretty key in discipleship because I think you both were saying that the outcome is that our team is now doing this with other people outside the walls of the church, and we're kind of moving beyond that. And uh, and then you just kind of circle back to the the whole heartbeat and the success behind it of seeing the overflow come out of everything that we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of hit on all those things from a worship component. And so, uh, hey, thank you so much, Jordan, and thank you so much, Kiama. As we said, I want to kind of keep this to a, a car ride home, basically. And uh, make sure you join us for our next episode as we unpack more and more throughout the demographics of our church and different ministries of how discipleship is key. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you on the next episode of The One Big Thought.